0: Hi, this is Editing Jerome after the fact. Wanted to point out that we talk over the kind of problematic nature of the term beast tribe, and the day after we recorded it, they announced they're gonna change it, which is great, great news, but annoying for this podcast. With that being said, please uh enjoy the episode. Thank you. Bye. Hey uh I, would you before we get started, would you mind doing something for me? Could you um just be. I just there's a there's a heat thermometer up there. You're closer. Oh, to the ther the thermostat. Yeah, you're talking about the thermostat. I said heat thermometer, didn't I? That's <laughs> not a thing. The thermostat. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I, yeah, I can. You want me to turn it down, all the way down?
0: No, no. Actually, it's kind of. I mean, it's kind of cold in here, right? It's like the middle of winter, so you just. You can turn it up, but not let turn it like I'm too far it up.
1: No, I, it up. No, 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 no. It up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hello, hello, I'm here. I am a freak! Where are my followers? Hello! Lord of Fire! Hmm, somebody summoned me. I don't know, I guess a. Hmm, is there a Starbucks nearby? God, I could. where going go for a pumpkin spice latte? They're not selling it anymore? Oh man! That's This week on Stormbuds, we're going to talk about our initial dungeon impressions, what it was like to play in Heaven's Word versus what it's like now, and some of the problems with quote unquote beast tribes. Uh, raise your weary heads, everyone. We'll heed the call to arms. We're the Stormbuds, baby. Uh, <laughs> I'm Jerome, along with my co warrior, Alex.
1: Yeah, I think this episode's going to be a doozy, which is something to say two episodes in, you know? We're, we're setting the bar pretty high. So,
0: it just starting off with doozies. We're going to have a quest-by-quest quest recap of levels 15 through 20 of Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn. Um, starting with the quest, it's probably Pirates. Yeah, it turns out it was Pirates. It was definitely Pirates. Um, this
1: is the first dungeon. The first dungeon, and you went in as a tank. I did, yeah. yeah, which, weirdly enough, um, took a while to queue for. Like I, I've had better experiences since then, but first time into that dungeon, it was like a seven-minute wait, and I think I had to restart wow. it at okay. least Wow, okay. Yeah, that's weird. But I got in, okay. and we ran through the dungeon, and it was a bunch of caves, and there were a bunch of pirates in there, and we killed them all. Yeah. And it was pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward. This is like the little bit with the key and the mini boss captain and like the... uh,
0: Oh, yeah. I don't like Cystasha because like there's that... The second boss is basically just like the repeated guy with ads and you're like, okay, whatever.
1: There was a puzzle where you have to like do the four different colors of coral, but I Uh was a tank, so I just activated all of them and got poisoned three times. Yeah, whatever. It
0: doesn't... It's negligible.
1: But yeah, at least they added some gimmicks to and it um really they're just they're throwing like the three dungeons and the three regions at us up right up, to, up top right right. right 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 so back to back they're like okay you did it it was pirates off to the forest peoples yes the uh
0: guy was very satisfied with the work well it was pirates but it was also um sahagan it was also fish people yes the sahagan right. the fish the fish uh people
1: um which is is sahagan Mm-hmm. Is it like a general like folklore thing? Because that's what they're called in Dungeons & Dragons also. So.
0: Well, f- remember that Final Fantasy is a Dungeons & Dragons, not official spinoff, but basically a Dungeons & Dragons kind of. It but, was basically like their take on it. Like Mind Flayer also.
1: I, I guess you're right. And yeah. Beholders
0: it, and stuff. I mean, Final all, Fantasy 1 just
1: has Beholders in it. All that shit comes up through the wizardry legacy.
0: Yeah, so... If there is origin in it, I don't see it off of immediate googling. It's a recurring Final Fantasy monster as well as a dungeon dungeon in Dragon monster.
1: Okay, so it might just be literally those two things.
0: Yeah. So uh, there, we're doing something, something with
1: the with the with the Sahagan there. Yes, um, uh, and I did not understand what, but having played several more mm-hmm. like you know levels, it's becoming clear that it involves uh, primals. <gasps> primals. 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 Primals we'll get to the primals
0: okay call of the forest is the next quest in which we are meant to go to the carline company in gradania talking to mother Mune. nothing there nothing nothing real there you get some potions to fill your freaking bags up how are your bags doing do you still
1: have a lot of space left i got a lot of space left okay but but also okay so this is as good a time to talk about this as any i think um I'm really trying to understand what the play experience would have been like in this game, either when a Realm Reborn was all that was out, or even into like Heaven's Work. Okay, we have not,
0: we have not even gotten through all our initial impressions of the dungeons yet. Okay, remember when it. I said we we're going to talk about initial impressions of the dungeons. <laughs> well, we're going to hit a. <laughs> this is a good time as No, it's actually, it's really bad. It's really. <laughs> okay we can edit this out. let's no I'm not <laughs> not at all well next question is fire in the gloom which we talking we're gonna go talk about the tamtara deepcroft this is really interesting because um you the tamtara deepcroft is it's built on an ancient burial ground. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. We don't do that stuff. Um, you said you you mentioned to me that you liked this one the most of the initial three dungeons, right?
1: Uh, of the initial three dungeons, yes. It is um, more interesting structurally than the first mm-hmm. one, and it is not massively problematic like the third one is. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and also, the third mm-hmm. one's also a little overcomplicated. Th- this one. one, I really don't
0: like the third one either. Don't worry. But yeah, this no, one th- is fine. This one is mm-hmm. the one that I choose. Like, there are a couple of things later on. Where like some cosmetic grinds you can do um, where you have to like spam run dungeons over and over again. This is like the one I choose to do or usually it's either this or um, or veil vale, which is much later, but like one of the two. So I've done Terra Deepcroft a lot, and
1: it's it's nice. It, it does a good job of like having an interesting sort of visual geography while not being too confusing to navigate. Mm-hmm. So like it's easy to get around, but you feel like you're sort of infiltrating this epic deep space. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, did you get any fat loots from these two? Um, I don't recall, because I'm still at that point where I'm just like, eh, mouse over it, it's got a green plus number next to it, Yeah, hit need on it, and then... Afterwards, uh, suggest me to equip everything. Right.
0: Okay. So the next two quests are Call of the Desert and Into a Copper Hell, uh, the latter of which is where Mamodi Modi and Papa Sean, two Lala Felon NPCs... Sub- Let me read the official description here because it kind of... Please do. Yeah. Okay. Abandoned once purged of ore, the Copperbell Mines laid abandoned for nigh on three centuries until the Amalgina and Sons Mineral Concern, who Papa Sean is... Uh, I guess I, I can't remember if he's an official in or whatever. I can look up. I could look it up if you want. I don't know. That's Concern not. reclaimed the shafts. Okay. So this wasn't even like nairs to begin with. The guild site set on expanding the mines downward in an attempt to to tap yet undiscovered veins of valuable metal fortunately it was not rich the powder kegs uncovered but sheer terror for when the smoke cleared w- out poured an army of raging giants from the darkest recesses of the mines the hecaton shears thralls of the lost throne dynasty were at last free from their lightless prison 300 years of hate fueling their madness okay
1: so when we think about this well, not even when we think about it like when being given the quest text like uh-huh. the, the the dude who's sending you into these mines to clear them out or whatever yeah he's explicitly saying like yeah they used to be enslaved and i guess they're still down there or their descendants are uh shame about that but we really got to get the mine up and running so i yeah. need you to go in and kill them all
0: absolutely um, um so it's not yeah it, it kind of comes off confusingly like it's easy to th- think that like we were using the Hecaton shears if you're not really paying close attention no they're kind of um, thralls. I mean, they're
1: husks, I guess. We, we say that they are, right? I don't know. But well, like, that's the thing, right? Because you get to the bottom of this thing and then the guy bursts through the wall and is like, no more slave, free yeah. forever, masters uh-huh. must die. And I'm like... We're m- not... M- it's m- like,
0: m- <laughs> that's not us, actually. Please stop killing us. So, like, that sucks. It's it's a little... It's, like, a little sad.
1: Um, uh, it's it's still pretty screwed up. It's, like, a, little, it's a little messed up. I, I think, like, it's... It's part of a larger conversation we'll get into a bit later. I know we've got it on the docket. But like just the ways in which the the game is choosing to sort of... What it frames and what it emits. It feels like...
0: Uh, all of this early stuff has a very low impact on me. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we're talking about things like the... the topics like slavery or beast tribes or whatever there needs to be some sort of lesson learned from it as and like i didn't particularly go away from redoing Copperbell mines thinking that like we had done a particularly good thing yes (laughs) like Uh, i didn't know how i felt about doing it and i don't know how i feel about it still
1: uh but it's a very so it's a the game is Okay, I don't know what the game is doing because I'm not far enough in yet, mm-hmm. right? Both in terms of seeing where the storyline of A Realm Reborn goes and also seeing what the storyline of various expansions afterwards does to complicate all of this. But the, the game is sort of trying to, to have its cake and eat it too in some mm-hmm. respects. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. A, I agree. A, a particular sort of thing that I think is just an interesting example of juxtaposition is immediately after this quest uh, you go back to Uldah and you have the interaction in which you sort of like are pulled out onto the street and you have to defend this refugee who's being like harassed by the local thugs or whatever and the immediate juxtaposition between having just come out of a mine having killed a bunch of slave giants who were trying to get free and to then this very sort of, like, very white, both literally, but also, like, wearing virginal white robes refugee who has to be protected from the big bad men. Mm-hmm. It just is a real juxtaposition between, like, who the game thinks you should inflict violence against versus who the game thinks needs defending. I feel that that scene, after having
0: completed that scene, I did I did feel like I did a good thing, mm-hmm. right? That was the impact. So I liked that scene, um, but I didn't feel like... What we were doing in the Copperbell Mines was necessary or helpful or even like related to the the game, the whole overall plot at large. It just felt like this. I don't understand. I don't understand. It feels like for, I mean, adventure for adventure's sake without really a good payoff, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I really, I hate Copperbell Mines. I hate it every time it gets freaking. And that, that second boss, the Icarus Ire, where you have to wait for it to fucking wait for the bomb to spawn,
1: and then you just like... Oh, yeah. No, I hated <sighs> that. I, I think and the first one is just
0: all ads and you sit there for like... You sit there for like...
1: <sighs> I think couple well mines are also the only time that I've died in this game. I Both times I ran it, I died to the bit with the splitting slimes because apparently they oh. just explode and do no, enough No, the
0: bomb explodes. You got to get out of the, the way of the
1: bomb. Oh, that's what's going on? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the slime splitting No, they,
0: up. Don't, but they split up, but they don't do AOE damage. I don't know. Stop being bad oh stay okay. out of the blasting cap i've got this i got the wiki right here stay I'm out tr- of the blasting caps aoe self-destruct attack i'm trying to get good god i can't believe how bad you are at this game you're new at what the fuck well <laughs> 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 moving on
1: <laughs> anyway so th- the
0: fu- <laughs> that's enough out of copper bell mines
1: that dungeon sucks ass yeah that dungeon is really really bad sucks ass feels feels bad feels, bad story bad story beat. Anyway, I think this brings us to the science of the seventh dawn. We're going to mm-hmm. go to the waking sands for the very first, first time. First time. Yeah. Of many. <laughs> of many, many times. A lot of quest chains that for some reason just terminate back here so I can get another one. Uh-huh. Even though there is no warp point nearby. Uh-huh. Yeah. How, how much longer does that keep happening? Uh-huh. A long time? So you unlock retainers
0: as a part of this quest, uh, which is really nice. You get to like talk yeah, to the retainer vocate too when the cuz they are like you have to, I don't know, you have to be fancy. Um did you <laughs> did you do your retainers? No, I oh, didn't understand man. the system. <laughs> you got you get to go through the character creator again. Oh wait, really? Yeah, like two more times. You get to create your retainers and they function as your bank and your auction house. Oh crap, I need to go back and do, make some retainers. Yeah, do that. Okay. You also get to like they, you can also give them a like a class, and then they can go on do little mini adventures for you. It's uh-huh. Like a, it's like a very easy mission table.
1: It's like a mobile game. It's like a it's like a little mobile game. Uh, okay, one cool thing I think I did notice as we got to here though, mm-hmm. I think in the cutscenes like they have the character models like lift their heads up or down to match your character's eye because I was yes. noticing yes that was very neat. Mm-hmm. They they do look at you, and you can I mean if your
0: character is clicked on something, mm-hmm. he will look at At, it at At his model will look at it and like he'll turn his head or they got full neck physics huh yeah there's like i mean full neck physics but they've got they've got a little yeah real rotating little little swivel to it. it's nice um i think that does add a lot um okay so quests a wild rose by any other name and unsolved mystery so a wild rose is basically a lot of dialogue you you literally meet everyone and they all do their anime thing of speaking one at a time mm-hmm. um i actually went back and talked to some of these npcs that i had forgotten existed it was kind of more interesting for me when like i was like oh this person and this person what happens okay right okay cool but there wasn't really anything particularly interesting going on um an unsolved mystery um, names but the Emald culprits. We think
1: it's a primal. we think mm-hmm. he has worshippers They're stealing crystals and kidnapping people. We had
0: to Camp Drybone. that's right.
1: Yes because this leads into what poor people think, which is um that it's me asking the poor common folk oh, and discovering God. that they're afraid of the thing that's killing them. <laughs> yeah, I love this quest. Why do you love this quest? Because you have
0: to put on the you oh, have to yes. put
1: on the the clothes mm-hmm. and you gotta talk to them. Yeah, just like apparently like wearing like a rag is enough to seem poor, even if I have a very expensive-looking sword.
0: I mean, imagine me—I'm max level. I just have this like, giant glowing bow. <laughs> I look like an angel or whatever the hell.
1: Excuse me, f- fellow fellow commoners. <laughs> How do you do, fellow poor? Do do you have a coin?
0: <laughs> what do you
1: think about this? I mean, it's one banana. How much could it cost? Two hundred oh gil. Two hundred. Um, that gives us a proper burial slash proper, for the children. Yes, so you, you, where we go to the church because that's where the oh, you, common yeah. folks speak. Honestly, I, at this point, I have a note that just says these quests are strikingly pointless. Um, <laughs> that's true. Thancred deduces that the ruin at the church, the, sorry, the nun at the church, is the murderer, which I don't understand, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> that made me laugh. So much is like <laughs> it's definitely the nun. <laughs> Like, yeah, it turns out he's wrong. I don't wrong. think it is, dude. Like like it, it, it turns out that he's wrong, but I thought that he wasn't. I like they were like I do a quest to clear the nun and then I'm like that's a that's a misdirect, right? It's definitely still her, but no, it's not. It's just this not, whole thing... Of course it's not the nun. <laughs> so the, oh, I think it's the nun. <laughs> this whole diversion just
0: <laughs> I I really liked this part. No, it's obviously the the the, the, the shithead. The fake shit priest. Head? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, what's it? Ungust.
1: <laughs> That's right. Ungust. Ungust.
0: They talk about the, there's the children thing. The children are like, mm, no, it's it's probably not the nun. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, yeah, it's probably not the nun. And tangred's like, it's the nun. I think it's the nun. The nun's killing everyone. I'm like
1: No, stop it. <laughs> it's not, Which, like, it's like, not I, even I, how he sounds. I, I give <laughs> him, him a little stank. I, I'm taking uh, everything Thankred says with a grain of salt until he proves his deductive skills again. Oh my God! Then Almajar, wrong places.
0: What a quest!
1: Well, I just I walk into the camp full of armed dudes and take the evidence. You take the
0: queer leaflet.
1: Yes, that's Woo! right. The, <laughs> <laughs> the, the leaflet was exceedingly queer. It
0: was really good. It's a really good leaflet. Uh, the gay agenda. What's that? The the gay agenda is tired. Queer leaflet. Is where it's at. <laughs> that's, that's wired. I think that's somebody re- on Reddit made that joke already. And then you show the queer leaflet to the nun, and she's like, oh, "No, <laughs> no, just kidding."
1: What does she do? She's like, "I think she's out of the story at this point." I don't think. No, she's
0: right here. I have it pulled up. Orson, Orson and Ungust. Who like the church was plagued by missing garments. Somebody's taking our clothes. That couldn't. I, that that possibility did not occur to
1: Thankard. Like. But somebody else is wearing a disguise also she says they're taking our clothes he needs one outfit like he's taking clothes multiple like does he like walking I off with th- several sets of well i think
0: he had a collaborator at least so and there's only so many people like one outfit would be like fuck man <laughs> that would suck dress to deceive so we also
1: that's where i think we in. really go undercover as a poor person um, and then we end in the waking sands and then we get a random quest to learn about Materia, which I still have not used. Life,
0: Materia, and everything. That's right. It just throws that in there. It just makes you go to central Thanalan for no reason in the middle of this whole western Thanalan. And then you get sent right back. It's just, uh, annoying. But yeah, you learn about your socketing, right, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, don't You don't really have to bother socketing anything at low level. Uh, you're just, you'll be fine without it. And then you get to the um,
1: Lord, Lord of the of no. no. So this is a big quest. Mm-hmm. It it's a big quest, I think. It didn't feel big when I did it. Like I kind of just went there, I got knocked out, I woke up in a cave.
0: No, this was the whole um this oh, the you're, whole you're right. duty where like yeah, Ungust and the flame sergeant, he had an inside man, and then they the had to fight off all those Amal Ja. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like what? There's uh, I can't
0: believe he'd betray us. What? Should've just put him in freaking prison. Like oh,
1: these people have the like the political awareness of a gnat. It's really
0: bad. It's oh my god, it doesn't get better. Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> oh, spoilers, you're
1: saying that um spoilers. all the characters They're being spoilers. kind of oblivious like Dimwits doesn't get better. <laughs> Not
0: for quite some time, no. We're gonna we're in for quite a ride of people being like, cause like Come on, figure it
1: out. We're gonna talk about Eden and Papalimo later on.
0: Oh my god, I can't wait.
1: Papalimo. Oh, I wonder. Okay. Uh, you
0: fight Efreet. Uh, so Efreet is doing something called tempering. We summon
1: Efreet. Hello, hello, I'm Efreet. He shows up. Oh, yeah, he's he, back. He, I put him down in about as fast as it takes for him to pop up. Yeah, like, the fight was very easy. Fight very easy. Um,
0: having failed to make you his minion is the thing. So having failed to make you a minion,
1: Efreet attempts to exterminate you. But
0: against all odds, you succeed.
1: Yeah, against. It turns out that I'm special. Turns oh my out god.
0: Turns out, yeah, so weird, right? Like
1: everyone else got um, brainwashed, brainwashed and turned evil to such an extent that there is no choice but to, and I'm going to quote the game here, execute them. Yep.
0: Temperate victims are put to death. Even as this revelation casts a shadow over your victory, you find yourself more determined than ever to do your part as a scion. Do I?
1: I'm pretty sure it's Thancred who uses the word execute, and yeah. I was like, "I'm sorry, what? This is, this is the this is the story beat we're introducing that people who get brainwashed by like the elder gods or whatever they're put to death." Okay, L- like this game keeps dig- jumping around in tone. I feel like yeah,
0: they're basically zombies, and they are going to do everything they can to re-summon
1: mm-hmm. their primals. Yeah, I'm not a fan of this plot development. L- like we were talking last episode about how I'm super into like, what's the political intrigue happening in the Garlean Empire? What's going on? Like you know, with the with the forces amassing on this continent. And now I'm like, oh, and also there are just gods, and they make you go crazy, and you have to be killed. Mm. Mm-hmm. Less less interesting to me at this point. It's a little. It's a little. Um,
0: it's a little brutal. Yeah, it's a little a little harsh um but you know everyone thinks you're a hero i guess in this world you i mean you did stop i
1: it could have been a lot worse He mm-hmm. could have gotten out right it it could have been the, the diegetic disconnect between how big of a threat everyone thinks these primals are and how easily that guy went down i'm kind of just like was he was he that big of a threat because like i feel like if they could have gotten like 20 people and i if he wasn't here he would have been fine he
0: wasn't he wasn't particularly hard back in the day either so Plus he had three other random people showing up. So whatever. <laughs>
1: but yeah, so we're on to a, a hero band of in adventurers. The making. Yes.
0: I guess I'm famous now. You're pretty, you're kind of, Oh, you get to go to the, you get to go to the, you get to go to each of the city States and hear their um, military qu- speeches mm-hmm. and then listen to the twins. Um, talk about them. What did you think of this whole sequence?
1: I didn't like any of these groups particularly, but also I feel like I'm being sort of a sourpuss at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the the and the Twin Adders or whatever, they kind of just seem like narcs. You mean you weren't
0: motivated to and inspired by my speech? I'm Kane Sena. This is my most motivational voice I could possibly do.
1: No, I, I didn't find oh. it particularly rousing. None of it made me want to take up arms and defend the motherland. Okay. Well, which one did you go with anyway? What was the... Uh, I went with the pirates. Like, pirates. Th- they seemed like the least objectionable to me, and maybe like they knew how to throw the best party.
0: I think that's really what counts.
1: The, the old, uh, for as much as like, they're about prosperity and success and stuff, the one time I got invited to that sultana's feast or whatever, there was no food on that table. I don't think those guys know how to do anything. Oh my god, gross. Anyway, the-, the twins show up and are like, oh, we're worried these rallies are just excuses to whip up people into joining the companies without taking the calamity seriously. And I was like, they're right! <laughs> that is exactly what is happening hey cool good got somebody glad they're at least a little bit aware someone is noticing what's happening
0: yes absolutely yeah that was i think the um lsa lsa is the one who is like not a big fan of the eorzean grand companies <laughs> mm-hmm. well you know i'm right there with her yeah so lsa's kind of she rules the company and
1: you keep yeah oh. Is the quest after that, which immediately opens with the Garleans firing on a ship, which I'm oh, like... Oh,
0: that's right. Okay. Is um, this
1: a resumption of hostilities? Like, what is the actual state of the war here?
0: The war here is the Garleans have... Um, I don't know if it's fully explained at this point. Like, oh, I'll help you out a bit. Like, and I'll give everyone some context. The Garleans have invaded... Um, well, they've conquered all of the continent of Ilsebard, basically, Hmm. Um. apart from the nations they have a truce with or whatever um and they've branched into uh the continent of eorzea a little bit they have not taken the three city states Mm -hmm. Uh, they have taken the city state of alamigo um and they've also branched into they've also annexed not annexed i don't know they've occupied um the some of the parts of the continent of authored which is to the far east you don't know anything about authored yet um but like that's just where they are they're they're trying to unify the world under a single banner
1: yeah i still want to know more about that Uh i also want to know about how they're supplying these fortresses they seem to have embedded deep in enemy territory but i guess the answer can probably be magic magic or airships i mean I, I, yeah they do have airships, they have okay. airships. They, they've got everyone's got airships they, they kind of have like full air superiority yeah really. they really do <laughs> the aortheans seem kind of screwed uh-huh uh-huh they're
0: they are up uh, they're, they're we're the underdogs in that war so we're fighting fighting two fighting on two fronts right now we're fight we're trying to stop the primals from happening <laughs> and killing us and also defend against the garlean empire's um assaults and they have bases in all – they have. They also have, like, a little a little base uh, called the Castrum in each of the city-states, which I think you've probably just, like, seen glimpses of at this point. Definitely not gone into them yet.
1: Nope. Definitely uh, not <laughs> like, oh, no, stay away. Um, but I do want to say – so the Garlean shoot down the ship, which apparently is, like, aorizian experimental magic tech or whatever. And then these Garlian like dudes show up, and they say um, – that the Tech is not to be wasted on these Aorazian savages. Yeah. I want to oh, put yeah. a pin in that. We're going to come back to that later. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I
1: see where you're going with that.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we want to talk about, first, we do meet, uh, we meet, bigs and wedge here right yep. so we see Biggs, and then he is like how do i know you're not one of them and then people from your grand company of choice are like hello one of us and he's like oh okay great
1: <laughs> that couldn't possibly be a ruse <laughs> no i i, I like bigs and wedge i'm always a sucker for big guy small guy dynamic uh-huh. they're a good little duo uh
0: the the next quest is in i know where you're going with the oh
1: wait, um one last thing savage the Garlean mechs just looked like the mechanist machines from Xenoblade Chronicles One. This is bugging me the entire time okay. that they were on screen. So I keep going. Okay.
0: Yeah, I can see that.
1: The next quest um, is the next four quests are self-management,
0: we come in peace, silic studies, and first impressions. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be the kind of the end of our recap. We want to talk about um, the, and we're going to dovetail here into the language that this game uses with regards to its beast tribes and how people view each other. They use some pretty charged language. You mentioned savages already, mm-hmm. um, with regards to us. So it is the dynamic here that you're kind of picking up on and that I'm picking up on now more clearly than I did the first time, is that the Garlians kind of see us the way we see the beast tribes, quote unquote. So we they see us as these primal sub uh, like they see us as these people who are like uncivilized because mm-hmm. they don't have all this magitech and fancy tech and we see the, be- the we see the beast tribes
1: the same way so there's a bit of a an ironic um, contrast there but i'm not sure uh, i i want to find out if the game knows it's doing it or not because I, I, at this point i don't know if it feels like it does Yeah, because i don't if the payoff is there or
0: not mm-hmm. could be a game like deathloop where th- the payoff is not there yeah
1: we're not going to talk about deathloop we don't need <laughs> Know how to no, talk I mean, about death. <laughs> But uh, I mean, like, like, like. So, so the the thing with the beast tribes is this. Mm-hmm. Like, this trope, this fantasy idea, is far, far older than Final Fantasy, right? Like, yeah, it goes back to yeah, d, d. <laughs> well, Yeah, like D and D. Try Tolkien. <laughs> the idea of sort of like the fantasy race who uh-huh. is intelligent enough to be able to have weapons and to live in tribal communities and stuff, but is not intelligent enough as depicted to have like significant enough culture to be worth considering for full personhood. So therefore you don't feel guilty when you kill them all. Uh Like that's way older than final fantasy, right? I'm not blaming final fantasy for that.
0: um, And final fantasy does, is trying to, and I don't know if it fully communicates it right now. It kind of does in episode three when you were like working more with the sylphs that like, There are the tempered sylphs that are beyond saving, and then there are the Mm non-tempered sylphs that are actually worth talking about, like, communicating with, building a relationship with, and respecting. Um, That's the whole point of the scions, too. Like, they see, they don't, they're like, maybe the beast tribes are, yeah, as you mentioned, we shouldn't be doing this to them. And the sylphs are relatively mild-mannered, so Mm -hmm. if we get on their good side, we can actually figure out why the primal summonings are happening, and, like, maybe we'll get something great out of this. And there is a mechanic later, at around level forty. 50 where you actually do get to develop a relationship with the beast tribes proper and like kind of a reputation grind like you would in world of warcraft like with the cities right like with stormwind and Uh, yeah yeah. good
1: like i'm i'm looking forward to that because right now it is it is extremely hard to take the eorzean sides in some capacities like we're we're going to get more into it i don't think i don't think we're
0: supposed to take the eorzean militia's side
1: but these quests we're wrapping up this uh, set of quests with though are really just like you know we go out to the woods we're going to try to make peace with the selves because they're the more amenable ones to talking with us like Mm -hmm. you said and so we like we we learn about them. They like dancing. They're big on food. They're, they're basically the Fae. And so uh, we end the series of quests with me sort of having the magic herb or whatever that I need to give mm-hmm. as an offering to, to yes. make peace with them.
0: Yes. mm mm-hmm. um, And that kind of sums up the 15 to 20. There's actually a lot more already in 15 to 20 than there was in 1 to 15, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you get a bigger picture of what's going on and what kind of the general dynamic is. And you get your first exposure to a primal.
1: I. I will say, this series of quests, like, largely did not land for me. Okay. Um, I, I can see some interesting stuff that they're seeding. But at this point, like, the the, the shift to the focus on the primals and the beast tribes and everything, it, it's not even that I'm, even beyond the levels in which it bothers me, I'm just not super narratively into what's going on here. Yeah. So I'm like, are we going to shift focus back to the whole looming war?
0: Or we'll, we'll see. They're really They really buried the lead with this story, to be honest. Like, it takes a while for it to feel like, I don't know. It feels like just very low impact stuff. And again, with the stupid copper mines shit, like it's such a, it it feels like a waste of time. Did you unlock the optional dungeon, um, Halatali? I don't think so. What's that? It's in Eastern Thanalan at level 20. You can go in and it's like this just sort of adventure for adventure's sake dungeon where you just go into like a tournament ring and you try and clear it out of monsters that have invaded it it's fun it's a fun little dungeon i
1: think i'd check that out more if the combat was pushing me more oh that that's true that, that segues into my next question right yeah. or the last topic i think we have for this episode which which is so compared to when a realm reborn or even heaven's word were out mm. like I know that one of the main things they've done is they've rebalanced the main quests to give a lot more experience. So that overall, in order to keep the level pace with the main quests, you don't need to do as much side stuff. Mm -hmm. What's less clear to me is if they've done any of the rebalancing on the combat stuff as well. Because what I'm trying to figure out is, like, if all of these encounters and all this combat and such was this easy when the game sort of first came out... What were people largely doing to spend time in the game? Like- I don't
0: think it was this easy when it came out. Um, mm-hmm. There were a, there was a lot more incentive to once you hit level 30, like start leveling up all your alternate jobs as well. Um, and you had a very limited power based on how many jobs you had leveled up to a certain point because you didn't have access to like your role. They weren't even called role actions; they were called cross-class skills so um if you didn't have archer leveled up you wouldn't have access to like a big threat reduction mechanic or you wouldn't have access to a big like power up thing called raging strikes if you didn't have gladiator level up you wouldn't have taunt so that was hard for Mm -hmm. marauders Uh, (laughs) like um so there were uh, there were some limitations there and just the numbers were a lot smaller they they just
1: give you a lot more numbers so you can kind of churn through this stuff um, a little faster cuz the other thing i'm trying to figure out is like these crafting systems seem cool oh, and yeah. also entirely unnecessary i cannot imagine needing to craft either like a consumable or special equipment at this point
0: no no they're okay so
1: i got these sleep potions that'll put I, an enemy to sleep i don't uh, think i
0: ever need to use but those but like the, the the crafting is really fun. I love it. I'm an omni crafter, max everything, and I can craft anything right now. Um the you can create relevant end game gear with it. Relevant like it will get you into the savage raids just fine. Um the highest content. Um you can craft uh housing furniture, you can craft outfit uh cool cosmetics, you can craft a whole bunch of really fun stuff. You can craft pets, you can craft um you can craft a pet Is well it's like a, like a like a wind-up doll you know oh like, like craft, a wind. yeah okay. yeah you can craft a something like that you can craft um outfits for your chocobo um which you do not have unlocked at this point yet i think actually no oh, i mean you can get it once you join a free company i, right? I, do, free I don't company. at this point though but you yeah. have to get two thousand seals
1: yeah i've just been running around everywhere okay uh it, you should really do that goddamn <laughs> waking sands
0: Oh my god, you really need to I can't believe that's not the first thing you did.
1: <laughs> I didn't under I also didn't understand how I seals. You have to seals. do yeah, you, didn't. seals.
0: You can grind fates out for those. I told I know I told you this. Um grind out fates and do the, your freaking roulette whatever. You'll get you'll get 2000 seals and go buy it in from the quartermaster. Goddamn chocobo Yeah. Yeah, you got to get that shit. Okay, we are ju- at just about enough time for uh, our episode here. Um, we've covered the level fifty, levels 15 through 20 section. It's not fully episode two of the MSQ, but we're going off the console games wiki, main scenario quest section by section, because there's plenty to talk
1: about. And because that's, what's com- that's what comes up when you Google search for FF14 MSQ.
0: So on the next episode, we're going to cover levels 21 through 30, and that should finish episode two of the main story quest for us just a bit of housekeeping if you did like this podcast please be sure to um like it on the podcast platform of your choosing a review would really help us out a lot um that should boost the the algorithm it just also makes me feel really good oh yeah also personal (laughs) validation is good (laughs) um and we do have our very first review here from our friend it's a definitely a spot a a, a spoofy spoofy review from our our friend um username 368 uh, oops i'm one off uh and they say um Stormbuds is a podcast that i listen to um once because there's only one episode but it's good good
1: job i saw that review too it definitely exists <laughs> Good. and if you want your review read on the podcast please
0: leave one we'd love to we'd love to, to we, share your feedback
1: we promise we'll read it Th- there's no reviews up right now We're don't say that <laughs> i think it's time for a word from our sponsor to close out the episode <laughs> okay. we, i have a question for you jerome what's your question how many emails do you send a day depends on how many i get that Are, i have to respond to i don't What if I told you you didn't need to go to the post office to get e-stamps for your emails anymore? If you went to e-stamps.com, you could get all of the digital stamps that you need for all your daily email needs without needing to leave your desk. You know, they just they show up uh, via uh, file transfer and you can um, communicate effortlessly with friends, loved ones, coworkers for uh, low, low rate, low cost. Like, you know, bulk rates Uh, just don't need to step foot in the post office ever again. Go to eStamps.com and enter uh, promo code STORMBUDS for 15% off your first order of digital stamps.
0: Yeah, those pesky stamp rates. They've gone up recently.
1: They they go up every year. They go up. They go way up. They go way up every year. It turns out that moving goods around physically is extremely difficult. Physically by by email. Yes, of course. Everything is physical. Uh Electronic signals are physically manifest in the world.
0: Okay thank you so much for listening we'll catch you uh um, do we say on the flip side uh, no, no, no 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 i was gonna say like i was kind of schedule. like thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Stormbuds. buds uh, we will release every other friday or saturday really, really? i think two week schedule at this point yeah two week schedule is fine for us thank you so much um what's our sign off fuck catch you on the flip side not catch you on the flip side Oh uh, yeah! Uh, storm of buds, born for buds. We've been the storm buds. Bye bye. <laughs>